0: Welcome back to the Calorie Deficit University podcast. If you are new here, um, this podcast is my gift to you. It's my love child of all of the free and helpful and useful information um, and a lot of accountability um, when it comes to weight loss, strength training, um, and all of that. I cut through all of the BS, all of the nonsense. Um, and just, if again, if you're new a little bit about me, I am a personal. Trainer and I specialize in um, strength training and calorie deficits um, as a way to healthily and sustainably lose fat and enjoy your life and again keep sustainably keep that weight off for the rest of your life. Um, today I just want to hop into it because let me tell you what this podcast is going to be freaking meaty. Um, it is going to be. Well, packed and punched with a ton of information on how you can successfully crush your weight loss this year. If you aren't already crushing it, this is also just too, like, if you're already crushing it, this is also just an amazing refresh. Like, make sure, like, to get you motivated and make sure that you're hitting all of the little corners and crevices, optimization, key points for your diet. I want to also preface this podcast with, um, the fact that I am going to be taking my own training advice and I'm going to be doing this 30 days kind of thing too. Um, which I kind of gave it away what we're going to be talking about, but, um, I'm going to be giving, doing this gift, uh, that I'm giving to you guys as well. Um, just cause I, I like to do it every year. I like to like hone in on the discipline and go like beast mode. Um, just because, it's, it's time to take advantage of the new year motivation, right? Literally the new year motivation is amazing, but it's also completely fleeting. Um, it, it's literally lasts a week and then it goes away. So I'm going to help you get yourself under lock so that you're not just, Oh yeah, like I'm going to lose weight for the first week. Um, and then you completely fall off and um, never achieve the goals that you set out to achieve. All right, so let's just get right into it. Your reset guide um, to get on lock and crush 2022 is being literally the best year of your life. Um, so let's, I want to identify one point before we hop into it that there's a lot of misconception around holidays and weight gain. The reality is most, for the most part, Um, holiday weight gain is probably not real fat gain. There's a huge, huge, huge difference between weight and fat. And it's incredibly important to understand this difference before you get into your journey. Most of the time people are looking, the common population person, gen pop, as we like to call them in the fitness industry, is looking to lose fat because they want that toned Alexis. I just want to be toned. I want to look toned. All right. So when someone says a client says to me, I want to be toned. It's a trigger word in the fitness industry. And all that means is I want to lose fat and have my muscles be popping. Okay. Weight. All that weight is, is the scale. When you step on the scale, and you get a measurement in pounds weight is literally like a 25 pound dumbbell okay your weight is not necessarily a determinant of your fat so for example when i'm talking about health with someone i'm primarily focused On their body fat percentage that's why bmi is bullshit. your body fat percentage so the total body fat that you have on your body is incredibly important to your overall health and reducing your body fat and increasing your lean muscle mass is what's going to give you the most lifelong lasting health benefits out there so i really want you to kind of ping on that and kind of have that revelation of the scale weight does not determine your body fat percentage as a very important like differentiation between the two it's like the scale let's talk the scale is bullshit although it's important to see trends going down over time the holidays especially or cheatings, or things like that where you're eating out of your regular like you're eating irregularly so many things. The scale doesn't take into account salt, stress, literally more food. You've ate a pound of turkey. Okay. It doesn't take into account any of those things. All the scale says is you are 115 pounds in this moment in time. You could go pee or take a fat dump, get back on the scale and lose two pounds. Okay. The scale is important. It has its place to see the trends, the downward trends of your overall weight loss, fat loss included in that over time. So if the scale is trending upward over time, that's a problem. You're probably most likely not losing fat unless you have a higher genetic propensity to put on muscle quite quickly, which is a very, very, very small percentage of the population. Okay. So you're not just going to like ruin your entire progress from one holiday or some quote unquote time off. Um, you ruin it by staying submerged, in that specific behavior pattern for most of the year um so a lot of people they don't take on the amazing opportunity of the new year and all that motivation and they get really stuck in a rut and they get stuck in oh like i binged for two weeks over the holidays like i've just ruined it i've ruined it so i'm just gonna stay in this ruined guilt forever um, and they never achieve their goals. So the reality is even like two weeks, although you could completely detrain yourself in two weeks um, from the gym, you you really won't gain that much. If anything at all, you won't gain that much fat. Um, so please don't let that completely submerge all the progress that you could have in the new year. Um, and let me tell you, like, what is the like behavior pattern for most of the year. Like what does most of the year look like? Anything that's more than twenty percent is is most of the year. And and let me tell you, my friend, that is very easy to do. It is very easy to be quote unquote off or, you know, having irregular eating or binge eating um for more than twenty percent of the year. Super easy um to do with birthdays and holidays and, you know, potlucks and Bake offs and weddings and graduations, and it's just endless vacations. Like it's endless, endless, endless opportunities to binge. So there does come a time when you do have to have self restraint. And we're going to talk about this later on in the episode, but there is a huge, huge, epically huge difference between restraint and restriction. Um, and we have massively confused the two. Um, and it's what's caused this massive jump from ultra restriction to ultra binge. We haven't had a lot of people, um, landing in the middle. And so everyone's either really focused on high, high, high levels of restriction to achieve their goals, which ultimately never works out. Um, or they just say me and me. And I I hate saying like the, it's like about me and I'm going to put myself first, um, you know, do self-care and binge, um, which in reality is not self-care. And so that leads us right into where I want to land next, which is why should you even like want to lose weight or lose fat? Um, the reality is for most people, that is real self-care, um, taking care of your health, putting your health first, exercising. Um, in reality, most people, again, this is highly backed up from data, like more than 60% of the world is struggling with obesity. Um, and not like genetically inclined obesity, but cho- choice obesity. Um, and the reality is most of us could benefit from losing some body fat. Um, again, like I've said, one of the best things you could do for your health, your longevity. So when I say longevity, that means how long you want to live. And and two, m- more so a fulfilled uh, mobile life um, is having lower body fat and higher um, lean muscle mass so for for most women I, like I want to see that below like below 35 percent which is like you're like oh yeah like 35 percent da da no no like that's like that's not a majority of America or Europe um it is hard hard it takes hard work. Um and so real self-care is doing the hard work. Um that is necessary to create the life that you want. You you shouldn't need to constantly want to escape or take breaks from your life. Um so I really want to encourage you uh to take all the necessary steps that you need to take to um, create your life that you don't need to escape from, that you don't need to constantly feel tired from, constantly exhausted from. Um, and so to do that, what I am going to recommend and what I recommend um, to to a majority of clients who first sign on with me um, it is a 30-day reset. Um, and, and we're going to get into the nitty gritty deep on specifics of what a 30-day reset is, Um, but I first want to talk about why I personally, as a coach, think a 30-day reset can be very helpful. Um, This is coming from my years of experience in coaching people. In in a perfect world, I wouldn't require or ask people to do a 30-day reset. I would just be like, all right, let's jump right into a happy, sustainable, moderation-filled life, and you're just going to do great. In reality, That doesn't happen for most people. Most people cannot hold themselves to a moderation-filled life. Um, And why? Well, they haven't been doing it on their own um, up until this point. So why would they do it now, even with the guidance of a coach? It, It literally, I cannot tell you nine times out of 10, it never fails. People who are looking to lose body fat, specific niche who are looking to lose body fat when they come to me. They fail when we try the sustainable weight loss uh, part, mainly because they don't see the results that they want because they don't understand what it means to be consistent. That I have nailed it down. Literally, I just, that's what it is every time. They really don't understand what it means to be truly, fully consistent. And so the 30 days shows you what real consistency with everything that you need to do in order to create the new life that you really need and want for yourself. It it really takes a high, high level of consistency. And so if you haven't ever practiced that before, you just don't know. And so creating these boundaries in, in a very, again, not restrictive setting, but in a restrained setting, um, is really, really helpful. Another reason why I really recommend the 30 day reset is honestly so important for hormonal balance and a hormonal reset. So many people, again, it never fails. I've talked about it in the past on my podcast with other, um, episodes, you skip breakfast, you know, your insulin levels are whacked out your ghrelin and leptin levels are whacked out. Like you eat a high sugar, high carb diet. You're, you're just whacked out. Um, and really the only way to undo that is a hard, uh, -uh, we're not doing that anymore. Um, it is much harder to resist and to train your body when you do this kind of, oh, back and forth Well, I have a one day I'll skip breakfast and the next day, no, no, We need to redefine a new baseline for your body. Um, And your body gets on track really quick. Honestly, most people just struggle with the first week. And then after the first week of being incredibly disciplined, they're like, wow, I feel amazing. It's like, wow, I'm so glad it works. Um, And then the other point too is you have to prove it to yourself and prove it to your mind that you can actually do something for 30 days straight. Um, I, I just see huge success when people are like, wow, like this is the first time I've actually done something 30 days straight in my entire life. Like America is very comfortable. Um, you really aren't pushed very hard to do things out of your comfort zone. So having that discipline and holding yourself accountable and proving that to yourself, it it just does wonders. Like it does wonders for your self-esteem, for your confidence and, and just so much more also creating habits. Really, it it takes more than 30 days to create a solid habit, but it's a start Um, to really hone in and create a habit that is like transformative, not just a change, but a transformative habit takes more than six months. Um, So at least we're at a starting place (laughs) um, one month down, Um, but it really helps to create those habits. um, And you really figure out what you, you phase out things. So you figure out, all right, how far can I push myself? How, how far can I not push myself? What are my limits? You know, what are my family's limits? Different things like that. Cause, uh, within the nitty gritty of what we're going to get into, um, you're going to find niche things that work for you or don't work for you. Like some people are like, all right, I need to, in addition to all this, I personally have to cut out dairy because it really messes me up. Or I personally, you know, like I have to cut out all sweet things, artificial sugar, sugars, whatever chocolates, because it's really a trigger point for me right? You, within the things that I'm going to suggest in the 30 day reset, you still get to personalize it, um, to you, but I really would encourage you to at least meet all the things that I'm suggesting. And and before I get into the very nitty gritty, I want to make something incredibly clear. Restrictive diets do not work in the long run. Okay highly restrictive diets will not set you up for success, um, in the rest of your life. And, and again, I hope when you, you hear me, you don't hear that this is a highly restrictive diet, but that it's a practice of restraint. Okay. And really 30 days, 30 days is not a long time to practice your habits. Like 30 days, it flies by. It is gone in a blink, gone in a flash. So I I, I really want to challenge you in that the reality is you may need to reconsider what your definition of restriction is altogether, um, and see if it's actually is, um, obsessive or, you know, incessant restriction, or if it's oh, yeah. I I'm actually incredibly comfortable with practicing restraint. Um, because yes, like cutting out specific foods that you love or avoiding alcohol for the rest of your life or completely missing out on birthdays, etc. that will absolutely hurt you in the long run. Um, but most don't have a problem with the overly restrictive diets that that's not the issue that most people have because in reality overly restrictive diets yes they do make you lose weight but normally people can't keep the weight off but but why do most people actually see success with overly restrictive diets well it's because restrictive dieting is easy it is the easy way out to Say, all right, I'm just gonna eat boiled chicken, rice, and broccoli, and I'm gonna just like be hungry. Um, that is so easy to do. It is much, much harder to find sustainable ways to live your life and still keep the weight off. Um, saying no, for example, saying no to an entire candy is a whole lot easier than to just have two pieces and stop and move on. Why? One is absolutely controlling your yourself and cutting yourself off and saying, no, your brain gets that your brain's like, all right, cool. I can deal with that, that discipline. But the minute you have this, you know, restraint of like, all right, I'm going to have two. your body's like, oh, hold up. We're only going to have two. And your body starts to try and make you more comfortable with the decisions that you've made right? So keeping that in mind. So I, again, I would still really encourage you to try and make the 30 days as res- restraining as possible. Again, you're going to figure out what works best for you and, and what you can do with your life and, and your schedule. Um, cause what's going to happen is this again, restraint, but w- mild restriction. Although I wouldn't even call it that again, This is going to help ease you into a life of moderation and working to include one thing at a time over time. So instead of calling it this overly restriction, I would call it restraint. Um, It's very important to practice intense consistency so that you can truly and fully understand what being consistent is actually like, because most don't. The very, very, very hardest thing about being healthy is showing up for yourself every single day, every single day, even on the days that you don't want to, even on the days that you know, you're going to eat five guys, you still need to show up for your health. You still need to show up for you, um, every single day. And it's very, very, very important. And again, I I think most people are incredibly shocked at how consistent you have to be, um, to have the life that you want. It is very easy to sit back and say, Oh, well, this influencer, that this bodybuilder, that, um, you know, they just, they just are genetically predisposed or they just, you know, whatever. No, the people who look awesome, they work fucking hard. All right. Like the people that make gains in the gym and lift 300 pounds off the floor. We work fucking hard. We show up every single day. And like, yeah, we, we just choose not to make excuses for ourselves. And it's, it's really hard. Like on the days that your mental health is struggling on the days that you really don't want to, that's when you have to dig deep and hold yourself accountable and realize that it's really not about what you want in that immediate moment, but it's about your health and, and your longevity and knowing that it gets easier and easier every single day that you actually do it. All right. So let's actually like, I know mean, Alexis, you've talked for 20 minutes. Um, let's get into what I recommend um, for your 30 day reset. First, a uh, high key, 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 key that I hope you're doing for the rest of your life is getting more than six hours of sleep every night. I really don't know how you superhuman aliens operate on like four hours of sleep. Parents, I feel your pain point here. I know that that's maybe hard. Um, try your best. Sleep is really important, not only for weight loss, but also for muscle recovery in the gym. Um, your hormones are deeply affected by how much you sleep. And if you don't sleep, you're going to be more hungry, scientifically proven. So please sleep, sleep, sleep. Um, key things here, put your phone on the other side of the room. Do not look at your phone in bed. Uh, try not watch TV late at night, um, different things like that. Um, my next point, and if you come for me, uh, you may have a problem is no alcohol, 30 days, no alcohol. You're going to feel freaking amazing literally, uh, me and my husband have literally during his Ironman training been pretty much completely sober, uh, literally no alcohol. And so at, since his Ironman training is done, we've been like, Oh, we can have alcohol. We feel like trash. Okay. The holidays, our guts are freaking bloated and we feel like garbage. We can't sleep. It's been horrid. And today was my birthday. Yes. I'm recording this podcast on my birthday and I feel like garbage duty, duty, butthole. Okay. So don't drink alcohol for 30 days. You'll thank me later. You're going to feel amazing. But in addition to that, drink way more fucking water. I kid, kid you not. I swear 90% of this freaking America is walking around dehydrated, drink water and salt your food with Himalayan sea salt so you're not like completely no electrolytes, um, but literally drink more water like a hundred ounces a day minimum minimum um, and don't like chug it all in in one sitting sip I think whatever the recommendation is like six to 12 sips an hour obviously you don't have to be that psychopathic about it. Um, but drink your water. Um, and then the next within this point is literally try and keep your water as the primary or only liquids that you drink. Like stop with the soda. If you need a soda, get a a diet soda. It's totally fine. The, the, like artificial sweeteners are not going to kill you. It's okay. No full sugar soda. Stop it. Um, You know, be very gentle and careful with things like smoothies. It's very easy to overdo calories. Basically, when you, you drink your calories, you're missing an opportunity to actually sit, chew, digest, and satiate yourself. So really try and primarily drink water. Another sneaky one is that people like be like, oh, I only put like two tablespoons of creamer in my coffee. Measure that shit. Because no, you're not. Because I'm not. I literally, I, I spent six months, um, seven months measuring my coffee creamer and I just woke up one day and said that this doesn't bring me joy. I really need half a cup of my creamer and I don't care about it anymore. Um, so again, practicing restraint and realizing what you actually care about and what you actually don't. I really don't care about the extra c- calories in my creamer because it makes me fucking happy. Okay. See what I mean by you'll figure out what actually makes you happy and what doesn't. Yeah. The five handfuls of peanut MMs ms probably not going to miss that, but your coffee and your creamer. Yeah. You may miss that. So figure, figure those little nuances out for yourself. Uh, the next thing high key is strength training, uh, three to four times a week. And what do I mean by strength training? Um, there are so many free resources out there nowadays to actually get a good strength training program, go into the gym and lift heavy shit. Don't, don't be trying to just go in and lift like five pounds and be like, woohoo. I, like I lifted it. No, push yourself, push yourself. Um, really like, you, you should be like dying on the ground because you're like, wow, this is hard. Um, and, and do resistance training. So less of the running and the Zumba and more of picking heavy stuff up and putting it back down. Okay. And if you want more help on that, you can always reach out to me as well. Um, and we can talkie talkie. Uh, the next point is daily walking. All right. That's the only cardio that I recommend. Steady state cardio. Walk. Walk at least 30 minutes a day or aim for a minimum of 8,000 steps a day. Um, that's a lot of steps for most people that are sedentary. Okay. Um, the, the walking steady is the best form of steady state cardio. So I don't mean like a little, a little stroll through the park. I mean like you're a little bit out of breath and you're kind of like a little bit sticky because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm walking quickly. Um, so that like at that moderate pace level, um, for like 30 minutes every day, listen to a podcast or a book, hype yourself up, uh, meditate, whatever you want to do, um, really is going to help you not only in your overall health, but it's going to raise, um, your basal metabolic rate. So the calories that you burn, like as your overall, um, like at, excuse me, not basal metabolic rate, your TDEE. So your total daily energy expenditure calories. So like the calories that you burn for the entire day, it's going to raise those those calories that you burn ultimately helping put you in a greater deficit. Okay. Walking is high key. Very important. We were designed to walk, not sit huge, huge thing here. And your people get, either pissed off or they're like, wow, that's amazing. So hopefully you're gonna be like, wow, um pri- I want you to primarily focus on whole foods. And and what do I mean by that? Because I don't like buzzer words and I don't like clean, unclean. Like I hate those words, but I really don't know how else to like explain myself um or articulate what I mean when I say whole foods. Like clients, my clients will be like, what what does that mean? Like do I need to do whole 30? And I'm like, no. No, no. We're not doing like a diet that is manufactured by business. What I mean by whole foods is whole foods that literally come from like the earth. That like if people didn't produce like Cheez-Its and Pop-Tarts, like the only the food that would be around if like we just tilled the earth and like the animals and stuff. So I'm talking eggs, like all the fruits, all the vegetables. Dairy's great, that's fine, whatever. Um Like, I'd love you to focus on like Greek yogurt and like hard cheese, Parmesan cheese, feta cheese, things like that. Um, And then, like, I I think I said fruit. Yeah. All the fruits, all the vegetables, um, lean meats. So, all the fish, shrimp, you know, all whatever, scallops, whatever floats your boat, Um, chicken, chicken thighs, chicken breasts, ground chicken, turkey, whatever, chicken breast, ground, or sorry. (laughs) turkey breast ground turkey steak ground beef um you know cold cuts all that sort of stuff okay that's what i mean um so less uh no that's and that includes like potatoes sweet potatoes contrary to popular belief sweet uh potatoes are amazing for you they're high in folic acid and fiber so really, really important to having like a healthy diet. Um, so want to see potatoes, sweet potato, earth, anything that comes from the freaking earth, rice, um, you know, quinoa, beans, chickpeas, all those sorts of things. Okay. Um, and, and reducing what I would say, everything is is processed, right? All foods are processed because everything goes through a process. A tomato goes through a process. It's sprayed and plumped and picked and made sure to look really pretty, right? That's not what I mean. What I mean by highly processed foods, reducing highly processed foods is when you flip a box over and it has 30 ingredients that you don't even fucking know what what's in the box. Like I, again, we're talking about restraining yourself. I want 80% of your food, I would love it for the 30 days if you did a hundred percent, but some, again, you only know your limits. Hold yourself accountable to that though. Really push yourself. Don't try and be super comfy, but 80% of your intake should be for everyone whole foods. And the 20 other percent should be like cookies and cake and all the f- fun, amazing, beautiful Pop Tarts and Cheez-Its and my favorite things in the world. Okay you will realize that you actually will learn to freaking love vegetables and freaking love fruit and lean meat and all those things. You'll realize that you've been craving it and it nourishes your body, sustains your body and makes your body feel really, really awesome. Okay. I will say too, and we'll get into this a little bit later. There's really no excuse. I'm sorry. You, if you're listening to this podcast, you have access to the internet and there's really no excuse to not know or have the resource of what, where to begin to do that. You can literally Google clean whole foods recipe, like, and it will spit you out some beautiful, amazing, delicious, easy, quick thing. Like my, and I will give you my secret. My secret go to of what I'm going to be making every single freaking day is a new rendition of two things that I swizzle around all every single day when I'm on my nutrition, like, like donkey kong, like on my nutrition is I do stir fries and I do like a very, very clean fried rice. Um, It's what I love. It's hot. It's satiating. It's filling and super freaking easy to get in a ton of vegetables. For example, with like the fried rice, I'll do, I'll have rice, like, especially if I have leftover rice, it's great. And you don't do uh, butter or if you do do some butter, you do like grass fed and grass finished butter that actually is butter and not just like cream and like sugar. Um, and low like i measure you measure out all your oils and your whatever that you're going to use in there and you load that you load that mother effer up with vegetables so you get your carrots you get your peas you get your onions i'll put in broccoli i'll put in peppers like all types of peppers hot peppers bell peppers um i'll even put brussels sprouts in there chop them up real thin so you can't even tell chop up some cabbage real thin like whatever i have it goes in the pot and it's delicious and amazing and hot and i love it And I'm going to post my recipes for me doing that. So you can go find them on TikTok during these 30 days and copy and follow me along. The other thing with the stir fry, again, whatever vegetables I'll do, like mushrooms and onions and bell peppers and broccoli and zucchini and whatever with rice. Again, you can also, if you don't want to do rice, there are great like low calorie noodle alternatives that you can do. And then I always pair all that stuff with chicken. And again, I have a secret, amazing, low calorie, delicious, and very, very, very clean. And again, what I mean by clean is very minimal ingredients that are come from the earth. So like instead of using like a sugar, I use a coconut sugar. Instead of using very insanely high sodium uh, soy sauce, I use coconut aminos, right? Like i got this on lock and i'm going to show you how i make delicious teriyaki chicken for the nine the ning calories no calories pretty much a few calories okay it's really simple like you can figure out what you like and what works for you you just have to do that and that takes a little bit of trial and error and you just have to give it a shot that's what i like i did the whole ground beef vegetables and rice thing didn't work for me. I couldn't get enough vegetables in because I was like, Ew. vegetables by themselves. Ew. I need it in a salad. I need it in a stir fry. I need it like popping, Amazing. I'll teach you how to do that on my TikTok. All right. What's next? Really, really high key important here, especially if you have a hard time with like being accountable and keeping yourself accountable, like and you struggle with binge eating. Um, three meals a day and two snacks max. So really important here is you need to stop starving yourself or skipping meals to lose weight. If you've been doing that your whole life and you haven't achieved your goals, it's probably why you starve yourself all morning long, uh, only to binge by eight o'clock at night on 4,000 calories. So you need to plan ahead have three meals a day, even if you're not very hungry in the morning. Have a yogurt, have an egg, three meals a day and two snacks, and, that, and then you're done. Shut it off turn it off. No, like standing in front of the pantry and snacking on a handful of that and a handful of this until you figure out what you really want for dinner. But then you already had a dinner while you were standing in front of the the fridge or the pantry and you're not really satiated because you didn't have a warm high protein meal. Okay. And that brings me into the next point. High protein. Your diet needs to be freaking locked in on protein. So 0.8 to 1 grams of protein a day times your body weight. So if you weigh 140 pounds, you need to at least bare minimum, bare bones, have 140 grams of protein a day, the barest of the minimums. Okay. It feels like a lot at first you'll feel freaking full, but it's very, 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 very important to feeling satiated, feeling full and having amazing recovery and high lean muscle mass build. Okay. The next point is kind of like I mentioned earlier, but less to pretty much no overly, extremely processed items. So, this is your time to shine. This is your time to have restraint. And again, I, if you really want to push yourself and test yourself and crush it, I would recommend none of these for 30 days. Like, no candy, no chips. Um, like things like that are kind of cheaty that like are great to sneak in there is get some, um, popcorn. I love the Lesser Evil brand. It is amazing. Their ghee one, oh, so good. They have lots of, they have cheesy one. They have great brands, all very, very low calorie. And for like three cups of popcorn, it's like a hundred calories, I think. Someone back check me on that. But things like popcorn instead of your, bag of chips like they also have quest high protein chips like there are are alternatives out there that yes, although they have incredibly, like maybe they have a lot of great ingredients, the lesser evil brand doesn't have a lot of weird ingredients in it. Like, yes, the quest high protein chips have a lot of weird ingredients in them. And I personally do not choose to eat them, but if you really need that, yes, then I would recommend them for you because they have a much better macronutrient profile than some fried kettle chips from the store. Okay. Okay again that is your discussion between if you have a coach like that's where you need to talk with your coach and decide like what is completely good for you in that area um the next point and it's gonna freaking suck but you got to do what you got to do boo boo no eating out period like that's no starbucks you're like again like you have to hold yourself accountable to these things that's No. Oh shoot. McDonald's at eight o'clock at night. Like you need to be an adult and plan ahead. And yeah, like shit happens. I get it. That means you need to stock your freezer up with something that, you know, you can make that, you know, the macronutrient profile and you know, the calories and you know, that that's going to make you hit your goal. Number one thing I can recommend for frozen, um, like meals and things that have amazing, um, macros is going to be Indian food, high, high protein, low calories. Um, there's some amazing options out there. Cause it's just chicken sauce and rice. Like it's literally like what you would eat at home. And then you can get like a frozen bag of steamed vegetables that you beboop in the microwave and they taste great. And then you're done. Um, lots of my clients do that and they find great success in that. Um, there again with the options that we have there's really no excuse like really there's really no excuse um my and also your wallet is going to thank you like i know some of my friends spend like oh try, i i watch them and i know they're spending like a grand or more a month on eating out like they they have to be um cuz starbucks every day like that ain't cheap going out every weekend that is not cheap Um, the next thing is daylight, get outside. There are so many studies that show the benefit of getting some good old vitamin D, um, and having the sunshine on your face really truthfully, especially in some of, if you're located in, uh, especially wintry, uh, like space in the world, then you really need to get outside, um, try and get some light, get some sunshine and will really improve not only your mood, but help you with weight loss overall. Um, and here is the final two bits that are going to be hard, um, for some people. And I really want to drive these points home. If you really, really, really want to level up your 30 days and really like doing, I would recommend doing this for longer, but if you really, really want to level up, um, you got to weigh your food and you got to count your calories. You just got to do it. You will get the most beneficial education out there by weighing your food. Now you don't have to weigh your food forever. You will get the hang of it, but understanding serving sizes and really like what you're actually eating by weighing your food is the best way to succeed when it comes to Getting the body that you want, having the health that you want. Um, you don't realize what you're eating unless you track it and take accountability of it. You can't manage what you don't track. Um, and, and like I will fight you on the calories thing all day long. I used to be a whiny little like docile coach. Um, that was definitely one of my faults. I would be like, Oh, you don't want to count calories. Okay. We'll we'll figure out other reasons. No we're doing it unless obviously like it's really detrimental to your health. And I'm not, I'm going to recommend you to not be a, my client. I'm going to send you somewhere else, but because people do struggle mentally with that. And I, I have extreme empathy for that. But in reality, if you can measure something out for a recipe, like if you're going to bake a pie, you're going to measure everything out. It's no difference. Really, I think the hugest, the biggest thing, again, in the years of experience of why people don't want to measure their calories or sorry, track their calories and measure their food is because they don't like the accountability. They don't like to see it in their face. They don't like to see that they've eaten 1500 calories and they only have 200 calories left and it's four o'clock. And they're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to manage that? And that's when you, when you do need a coach to help you manage that and be like, all right, let's look at what you tracked and see like, oh, well, you had four pieces of sandwich bread today. Instead of doing four pieces of sandwich bread, like let's try and cut it down to at least two and find other ways to get you in some high volume meals, like so we can fill up your stomach and be like, wow, like you had a lot of olive oil, maybe we could cut that in half. Like that's the, the things about optimizing your diet that come in. To play and you wouldn't understand those things or know about those things unless you were tracking and weighing your food. So get a food scale, weigh it out. You'll be shocked. You'll be blown out of the water and you'll immediately realize why you're in the situation that you're in. Um, It's really like shocking is really like the best thing. Like it's so fun because you learn so much about the food that you're eating and you're like, hmm, maybe I don't need eight tablespoons of butter in this recipe. Cause you probably don't, um, how to find your calorie range for you for a deficit. Um, it's hard, honestly, it is very, very hard and it varies, uh, person to person. And it's a lot of trial and error. And that's why coaches exist. Um, because, I can't just be like, oh, do this formula and this will give you the perfect exact calories. Um, there's a lot of subliminal things that you have to take into account. Like as a coach that I just know, again, from working with clients and working with train training with myself, like again, like body fat percentage takes into account for calories, like all these things. So I can't just say like, oh, if you want to be 160 pounds, just eat this. Like, yeah it doesn't really work. So, what I will say is um I'm booked up for clients, so I can't take on any new clients now. Um if you want my help in this, I can try and help you um and give you like a consultation, but I'm going to also give you this recommendation. It's kind of a good rule of thumb to take your goal weight. And again, I want you to, I've talked about this before, assess your goal weight and make sure it's an appropriate goal weight. If you're 200 pounds right now and you want to be 115, you, you first need to make sure is 150 pounds actually healthy for you? Or was that what you weighed in middle school? Um, and then you also need to say, well, I probably shouldn't focus on like losing 75 pounds first or losing whatever that math didn't add up. Yeah. Um, like losing that weight first, you should focus on like the first 25 pounds or maybe even 50 pounds, depending on where you're at. Um, again, all of those things would be helpfully determined by a trainer, But if you are comfortable with setting those boundaries and goals with yourself, then go ahead and multiply that goal weight by 12. And like, I'm going to, I use myself because I think it's a good example. When I do that for myself, when I multiply 12 times a goal weight, it doesn't fucking work. Okay. Like say I want it to be like 140 um, as a goal weight, which I haven't been, again, I need to address that. I haven't been 140. I don't even think since ninth grade, like I was a big kid. I like grew and stopped ninth grade. So if I wanted to be 140 and I multiplied that by 12, I get 1680. For me, if I ate and compared to what I weigh now, that's about 20 pounds less. So I'm about 160 as my baseline weight. So 20 pound weight loss. If I were to start eating 1680 calories today, I'd be fucking starving. I'd be really, really hungry. Why? Because that number isn't taking into account the muscle mass that I have. Because although I'm heavier, than like what's considered a healthier weight. Again, remember how we talked about weight versus fat. Although I'm heavier for weight than maybe what like the World Health Organization, la 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 is going to recommend. My body fat percentage is athlete. So that's where you have to take those things into account. If you think that you may have more muscle mass, so if you've been training, you've been an athlete for for a hot minute, then yeah, you're gonna have more muscle mass. so you need to take that into account. So if I wanted to get down to 140, I would and with the activity level that I have. so I walk every day, I have two dogs, I go up and down the stairs like nobody's business because of the freaking dogs, and I strength train four times a week. Um, that, that's a lot of movement. Um, all, but although I'm technically considered sedentary, cause I, for the majority of my day, I sit at a desk. So I would need to eat probably around 2000 calories a day to have a healthy, sustainable weight loss where I'm not going to lose my mind because I'm so hungry. So does that make sense? I, I hope that makes sense. You have to kind of logically walk through. And so the best advice I can give is multiply 12 times your goal weight, eat that for a week, see how it feels. If it feels fine and you lose, and you lose some weight, which um, average healthy weight loss is anywhere from 0.5 to two pounds um, a week, then great go with it. If it feels like it's too much and you're freaking rumbling and hungry all the time, then increase your calories by 250 and see how that goes. And if that's still not enough, okay, go go 500 calories more and see see how that goes. Really uh, the biggest identifier of understanding and knowing if you're in a calorie deficit is if when you go to bed at night, you're a little like, hmm. normally I would eat a snack right now, or I would go like, like do something else because I'm kind of hungry. That is a key indicator that you are on the right track to losing fat, um, and in a calorie deficit. The other huge thing, especially as you get closer to your, uh, goal weight is being freaking cold. Um, when you start to lose body fat, your body has to adjust, um, to that insulator being gone and you get cold Um, and that is perfectly normal. Just put on some socks and a sweatshirt. Um, but I I hope those kind of identifiers help the last point. Oh my gosh. We're like at 50 minutes. The last point that I think is going to really set yourself up for success in these 30 days is weighing yourself every day. And again, take into account what I talked about with the scale, but weighing yourself every day taking progress pictures at least once a week and then measuring yourself. Those are those really the progress photos and measuring yourself. So like measuring your waist, measuring your bust, measuring your thighs, those sorts of things are really going to show you your progress more so than the scale. And you'll be much, much more satisfied with those measurements um, going down and seeing your body get toned in pictures. Um, it really truthfully, that's, that's the best way as uncomfortable as it may be again, we're coming to terms with our reality that is in front of us. Um, that's really going to help really quickly. I'm going to blow through some, you're probably thinking, ah, this is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, but you can do it. I'm going to blow through some pain points that, um, probably that need to be identified identified. Yes. Cooking for yourself can be absolutely fucking hard. I know that my biggest recommendation is keep it simple. Um, keep it with things that you like. Don't try and force yourself to eat Brussels sprouts. If you really freaking hate them, find something else. But honestly, like I said earlier, there's absolutely no excuse really for you to not cook for yourself. I don't care if you're not good at it. Practice. You'll get better. I promise. Um, There are so many free resources out there and there are so many frozen meals that you don't even have to cook. Um, Even myself, I'm a free resource (laughs) online um, for recipes and cooking videos. Like you can do it. Um, It might be uncomfortable at first, but you'll learn that to fall in love with it and make it your own. Um, Pain point is you have to prep your food. Like love, you really got to prep your food. Um, You have to plan ahead. You really have to do the nitty gritty of even chopping your fucking strawberries. Like you, you have to do it. It sucks at the, at the beginning because it's uncomfortable and it's new, but you get in a rhythm getting a routine. Like I'm sure you already have things that are your routine right now. You shower before you go to bed, you light a candle, whatever. You got your coffee routine in the morning, or maybe you got a gas routine. You always get gas at a certain gas station on the way to work. You do your laundry on Thursdays and you do a reset on Sundays and you go grocery shopping on Wednesdays. Like You have a routine, implement prepping food into it. It can take about two hours, one one time a week and you can really set a good baseline for the rest of the week. At least plan your meals ahead and hold yourself to them. Especially if you have children, this is going to be major key and I understand the next pain point. I get kids are picky. Okay. I get kids and maybe even your spouse, maybe they're not going to understand the things that you're going through. Um and I get that. And I'm going to be really honest here. Your family needs to support you. Children, I get, little babies, they they don't really understand, but your spouse especially, if they don't support you, it's not going to happen. And if they tear you down, that's even worse. And I have seen lots of relationships be be revealed through people trying to better themselves and change. Um, So be prepared for that. Be prepared for that. That discipline is hard. It is. It's a pain point. It's really hard. Um, it, it's hard. like I've, uh, it's my birthday. It's my birthday and it's 10 51 PM. And I don't want to be recording this podcast. Truthfully, honestly, I want to be hanging out with my dogs in my bed, but I don't, It's my fault. I procrastinated it, but I'm holding myself accountable because I made a promise to myself that I was going to do a podcast. So here we are discipline and I fucking love it because I'm going to get up and I'm going to feel satisfied because people are going to benefit from this and they're going to love it. Okay. Another pain point. People are fucking nasty. Yeah. I've been super vulgar on this podcast because it's something I'm so passionate about. People suck. They're going to want to tear you down. Fuck them. Okay. Do what is good for you. i <laughs> like, screw those people. People don't want to see you succeed okay? And cling tight to the people that cheer you on because they are gems, okay? The people that hold you accountable and say, hey, like you told yourself you were going to do this for 30 days. Like that's a glass of wine. What the fuck? Okay. Those people are gems. Hold tight to those people. And the last point I'm going to make as we wrap up on an hour is, yeah, it's hard. That's why more than 60% of the world is overweight. Yeah, it is hard to, to prioritize six hours of sleep and not drink alcohol and strength train three to four times a week and walk and eat whole foods and hold yourself accountable to not endless mindless snacking and eat high protein and, and put down the the fork. It's hard. It's hard to put down the fork. It is really hard. And I don't discount that. And I deeply empathize with it. I do, but you can do this. You absolutely can do this. And I think you'll sweetly surprise yourself at how after you do this for 30 days, you're like, wow, that was amazing. And I feel epic. I feel like I could conquer the world. And you'll be so proud of yourself that you'll just be incredibly motivated by all of the action that you took and you'll crush it because this new year's motivation, it is waning. It is going away. Um, this new year, 2022 new me, this new year's Eve vibe, it's going away. Um, it is incredibly fleeting and you're only going to be motivated by the action that you take. So I really would encourage you to go out and take action and hold yourself accountable to the next 30 days. And even if you want, like I will free of charge, if you want to uh, email me, message me and say like, Hey, I listen to your podcast. I want to be held accountable for the next 30 days. I will hold you accountable. I will email you. I will message you. I'll be like, yo, what's up? How's your days going? Like, what are you doing? How are you struggling? Post that shit. Document that shit every single day. Say, New Year, new me. What's up? Here's my breakfast. Here's my lunch. Here's my snack. Here's my dinner. Here's my dessert. Here's my workout. Here's my walk. Here's my in bed at 10 p.m., up at 5. Get that grind okay? And like, I didn't even talk about personal enrichment. Like I'm not even saying go deep. Like I'm not even saying read up, read 10 pages of a book every day, read 15 pages of a book every day, meditate and practice your breath. Like that isn't like, no, you don't even have to do that stuff. All of this seriously is enough to have a very, very, very happy and healthy life. I promise you. Um, If you have any questions or you need more clarification or you want more of this, please go ahead and leave a review. It really helps, especially help like people find like the non-bullshit information Um, because people are going to be searching. They're going to be searching for things to listen to, to help them, to encourage them, to show them like how to lose weight in the new year. It happens every year. Coaches like we make the most money for the first three months of the year. And then it's like, like, it's a joke. It sucks. Because we want to see you succeed. We want to see you crush your goals. We don't want to see you do the yo-yo for the next 10 years. Like, stop the yo-yo today. Stop the cycle today. It ends with you. Just just get out there. Hold yourself accountable. Do it. Get uncomfortable. Control your narrative and just, like, get after it. Because you've got it and I'm here for you. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to push you. I'm here to get you your goals. So you've got it. Again, if you have any questions, just message me, email me. I am here for you and check out those TikToks because they're going to be epic. They're going to be awesome. I hope they're going to really, really help you guys and happy new year. I hope you really have a great celebration and a great time and, you know, have your last, last glass of alcohol for me. Um, cause I will be Sue and we'll have champagne tomorrow night and that's it boo back on sobriety. Cause it's amazing. Like sobriety is so, so great. Like your, your bloating goes away, like everything. It's just amazing. At least for me alcohol screws up my gut. Anyways, I digress. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. I am so appreciative and so thankful for all of you have a fantastic new year. Go be a boss crush this year. It's all up to you. You're going to do amazing.